Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, your host, and it's been a while since we had a heart-to-heart, and I had an opening in my content calendar, and before I went ahead and filled it with another guest interview, I thought it was a good time to just have an honest conversation with all of you about kind of where I've been at. To be honest, I've been feeling a little bit burnt out, which I think is true for many of us over the last couple of years. I think burnout has come in waves, but this season specifically, it's been a lot. So far, 2022 has been filled with a lot of decisions and a lot of changes. And so that's resulted in me feeling a little bit tired, a little bit exhausted, a little burnt out, both in the podcasting space and otherwise in my business and my life. I've been dealing with some health stuff with my teeth that popped up over the last six months, and I've been kind of working through that process behind the scenes and haven't really shared a lot of that over on social media. This is stuff that I've been dealing with for years, and a lot of it just kind of got worse with babies, and I'm finally working through all of that, and thankfully I'm able to take a little bit of a break from all of the procedures that I've had done. And so that's something I haven't really talked about. And uh, that's been interesting, especially relearning how to talk with um, some new contraptions in my mouth and kind of dealing with all of that. It's difficult to show up online and on a podcast when you can't quite talk sometimes (laughs) because I've had like, I don't know, six procedures or something like that done. 
at least one a month in the last six months or so. Um, and so there's been that. And I've been trying to be really, um, really take care of my health through all of that because it's also resulted in me having a lot of gut issues. Um, many of you know that I struggle with IBS. And I don't even like to say struggle with because it, it honestly, it comes in waves for the most time. It, it For the most part, it is very, very manageable. And I don't have to do a lot for it. I can eat the foods I couldn't eat for a while in moderation. And moderation for me is really just listening to my body. But um, that's been really interesting as a recipe developer and dealing with, you know, bloating and symptoms that I won't go into today. If you kind of want to hear more about my IBS journey, I have an episode on my IBS journey. And then I also have um, an episode with Katherine Herbison on her IBS journey and intuitive eating with IBS. And so behind the scenes, I've been sort of dealing with some of that health stuff that I haven't really talked about a lot over here. Um, And you might have also noticed that I haven't really shared about this podcast on my main social media account on Healthy Mama Chris in several months. And it's not necessarily intentional. Um, part of it was just trying to find a natural space for it amongst my other content since I have shifted my focus in the past year more towards food. So recipe development, meal planning, meal prep, teaching cooking classes. All of these things other than the classes are things that I've been doing for years, but they've been more on the peripheral. So now that I'm focusing on these full on, finding space for sharing about the podcast and kind of that side of what I do has been kind of an interesting balance for lack of a better word. Um, And I also kind of started to feel a little burnt out by the structure of the podcast. I love guest interviews. I get so energized being able to get on with an expert and ask them questions and have conversations with them. I wouldn't be able to have conversations about otherwise if I didn't have a podcast and be able to share all of those conversations with you in hopes that they'll help you. I love creating and recording Healthy Mama Hacks episodes as well. And those are probably my favorite to just come up with ideas about or get your ideas for, write down a few bullet points and record. I love doing those. But to be totally truthful with you all, balancing schedules, writing questions, recording, editing, uploading graphics, sharing, all of the tasks that are needed for a podcast, um, which for me is essentially a passion project. At the time of recording, the podcast is just just starting to experiment with some low-level sponsors. It's not going to be taken over by sponsors, I promise. Um, but it was just kind of getting overwhelming, right? Because this is basically a passion project, and I was doing it all myself for the past three years. The podcast turned three on January 29th was the day that I published the first introduction episode. So at the beginning of the year, I actually hired someone. I'm not sure if I mentioned this in my end of the year recap. Maybe, maybe not. Um, She is a friend, a fellow health coach specializing in intuitive eating, and she's also an awesome virtual assistant, Nyla. She has been here on the podcast before. We talked about finding balance with fitness, and she is my new podcast assistant. And when I tell you she has changed the game for me when it comes to being more excited about the podcast, 
I I can't even explain how life-giving it's been for me. She is so incredible. Um, I've had an assistant for a couple of years now, and she's actually moved into more of a design role in my business. So she helps me with the design side of things, um, everything else I do on my own. And I really needed help with the podcast. And because she is a podcaster herself, she has two podcasts, one on business and one on intuitive eating. And I will link those if you guys want to check them out because she is awesome. Um, And so she has a ton of experience with this. So she was able to step in and help me out. And it's really brought a lot of my passion back into podcasting, I think, because it was just getting to be a lot. And I think that was one of the reasons why I, I sort of hesitated to share it on social media, because I've been on social media a lot less in the last couple of months. And with that, it's sort of trying to be choosy about what I'm going to be on there talking about. Um, so I'm still sort of struggling with balancing sharing the podcast content. Um, it's always shared over on Healthy Balance Mama Pod. She shares that for me um, over on that account. But on my main account, I'm still sort of figuring out how to balance sharing that content. So stay tuned on my Instagram stories to see how I eventually make that work. Hopefully I do. I know I will. I want to keep sharing it. But I want it to feel natural and make sense and not feel forced because I do love this podcast. And I love my guests and I love everything that I share in this space. But I also know that a lot of people come to my Instagram feed specifically for food content. And that is my main social media platform. I don't spend a ton of time on Facebook other than um, in my Facebook group, Healthy Mama Meal Planning. And, you know, that's pretty much all the time I spend on Facebook. And then I'm, you know, dabbling a little bit in TikTok as well. But most of the time I'm over on Instagram. I'm sure many of you follow me over on Instagram. So it's interesting trying to kind of find that balance. So that's been something that's sort of been happening, you know, because if people come to the feed specifically for food content, I don't want them to be like, why is she talking about a podcast? But it's all related, right? And I do share a lot in Healthy Mama Hacks on the food side of things as well. So that's kind of what's going on with the podcast. You know, in addition to kind of feeling that burnout and hiring Nyla and feeling more excited and passionate about the podcast, I am also sort of thinking about and playing with the format of the podcast, basically to make it more manageable for me as a host and to also continue to give you as much value as possible while making it as manageable for me as possible. Um, uh, I'm going to kind of allude to some of the changes that are happening in our life in just a little bit. I'm not going to explain all of them. They will that will come in the future, but we do have some changes that come in our life. And so that are coming in our life and so that is going to make it a little bit more difficult to do some of the podcasting things that I do. So the podcast is not going anywhere. <laughs> I am in it for the long haul with this podcast. I absolutely love each and every one of you. I love sharing with you. I love recording with guests. Um, like I said, and I love our Q&A episodes that I've um, that we started creating in the fall with Danielle um, and guests, as you heard my husband on um, a couple weeks ago while she's on maternity leave. I have no intentions of changing the Q&A episodes um, or, you know, getting rid of the podcast at all. <laughs> so don't don't get worried about that. I'm just sort of, you know, playing with what the format looks like. And so I and I just want to share that with you. So you kind of know where I'm coming from with all of these things and you know where I'm at and you know that I am a real human too behind this mic. Um just kind of managing things myself. And I I love that the Q&As are 
a way that I can allow you as listeners to really kind of have a say on topics and get your questions answered and allow something that oftentimes does feel really one-sided. It's just me behind the mic or just me and Danielle or just me and one guest. It just allows it to feel more community-driven. And I do appreciate all of you as listeners. And I love that I get to connect with you over on Instagram, sometimes in the Facebook group as well. So I want to create that community as much as possible um, without it, you know, again, becoming something that is overwhelming for everyone involved. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Nothing's going to change in the immediate future. Um, I have a ton of guests booked for the remainder of this season, which will go through June. We'll take our little summer break and come back in August. But I just want to continue to share what I'm passionate about with all of you. I want to continue to bring on guests that I feel will be helpful for you. And I want these episodes to be worth your time listening to. And I want to keep that excitement in the podcast. Um, So if that means a change is needed to make it work for me and my own balance, as well as kind of benefit all of you the most, then we'll make a change. So stay tuned on that. And that's kind of where I've been, though, with the podcast, at least. If you're like, why isn't she really sharing it on social media? That's why. Um, but that's kind of where I've been. And that's me being totally honest about going, I've been feeling a little, a little bit burnt out. But we're coming out of it. You know, I'm getting the help that I need with the podcast and with my business. So we can make sure that this podcast is the best it can be for all of you. I'm just feeling very grateful for all of you, for my assistant, so that we can kind of keep this going. And for my reignited passion for it, really, because I don't think, I think I would be, I think I'd be in a not great place right now if I hadn't hired Nyla. I feel like I'd be like, I just can't do this right now. <laughs> so real life friends, that's that's where I'm at. Um, okay, so all of that being said, I mentioned before Shifts have been a pretty big topic in my life lately, not just considering shifts in terms of the podcast format, um, but I started the year, or I actually finished my business retreat, which I like to do for a couple days each year. I go and I kind of review the last year, and I then make plans for the new year. I kind of map out my content calendar, the things that I want to create, the things I want to share. And so I had all of that mapped out. I started the year super excited about some projects that I've had in store for like a couple of years finally coming into fruition. Excited about, you know, cooking classes that I am going to share. So many different things. And then the first week of the year, we made a major, I just hit my teacup, (laughs) major life decision that I will talk more about in the future. I know I'm being really vague, um, but we literally just told our family about this um, like two, three days, three days ago. Now it's Wednesday, three days ago. Um, So I actually plan on recording a whole episode about it, and hopefully I will get my husband to come back on with me and share about this. But essentially, this decision, which I'm so excited about, but it flipped the whole year on its head. I had to shift things around in my business quite a bit, try and squeeze a lot of things into a shorter period of time than I would have liked, push some things back, remove some things. And what it's done is like it's really forced me to prioritize in a new way, which ultimately I think is really good. But right now it feels kind of hard. 
in the interim trying to do all of the things and trying to do all the things has created more stress and anxiety than I would like to be experiencing right now. I would love to be on here and be like, everything is great. And, you know, I've got this great morning routine, which I talk about a ton. I still have my great morning routine where mornings are smooth. You know, every day is time blocked out and everything is going, you know, everything is going well. And you know what? It is going well, but it's a lot. And I think many of you can probably relate to that. You know, at certain points during the pandemic, things being like, okay, it's good. Like we're healthy, thankfully. Hopefully you were healthy. Um, you know, but and we're getting things done, but it's just a lot right now. And that's sort of what I'm feeling right now. And that's why I think that's the reason I wanted to come on here today was mostly to share with you, not to complain or to be like, my life is so hard. My life is good. Okay, my kids are healthy. My husband is healthy. We are, my general family is healthy. We're doing well. Our businesses are doing well. We are, we're happy. You know, we've, we're so excited about this change. But things are still hard and it's okay to hold space for both of those things, for things to be hard and things to also be good and to have anticipation and all of that at the same time. But what all of this has done, you know, the added stress and anxiety has kind of forced me to take a step back in many ways for my mental health. So I haven't been spending as much time on social media as I'd like. I'm like way, way less time than I'd like, which for someone with an online business can be really hard because online is how I share the work that I do. My cooking classes, which I have been terrible about sharing with all of you. I I do cooking classes pretty much every other week and I've not been great about sharing them. I just haven't. And I love doing them. I love all of our members in the Healthy Balance Cooking Club. We have lots of members join live and lots more who watch our videos on demand. But other than getting those emails where I'm like, hey, these cooking classes are coming up, um, I haven't been sharing them as much as I wanted to. And I love teaching them. And they are such a joy. And I love teaching cooking. And I love sharing, you know, balanced recipes. And, you know, some are healthier by, you know, real food standards, I guess, than others. But, you know, they're all real food recipes. We don't use a lot of processed ingredients. I really try and help you to hone in on your cooking skills in one way or another in every single class and make some really delicious food. Some recipes are fancier than others. We did like a takeout fake out last night, which was um, (laughs) really funny. I ended up spilling half of my pot of noodles in the sink. So that was awkward. (laughs) I had to like have that live on camera. It was so fun. There's always funny little mishaps that happen. um, But I promise to always share lots of value when it comes to cooking because I've been teaching cooking classes for a decade and I'm so grateful that I've been able to bring them online um, and in an affordable way because when I was teaching cooking classes in person, they were like $60 to $80 and my classes are like about $20. So, you know, way less than you would pay in person. Obviously, you have to get your ingredients, but we don't do 
too many fancy ingredients. So they shouldn't shouldn't be a whole lot on top of that, maybe an extra 10 to $20. So still less. So I haven't been sharing about those as much as much as I love them. You know, I haven't shared about my courses in a while. You know, Healthy Obama meal prep is actually getting a little makeover right now. I try to update it every year. And so we're working on that. That was one of those things I had to do much earlier than I would planned. I'd planned on doing it in the summer. And that's not going to happen due to life changes. Um, talking about meal planning and meal prep coaching, I it's not currently open right now. So if you're listening in March, um, it's not open quite yet, but it will be opening up again in April. Um, so I haven't been sharing a lot about those things, but I've been doing them. I've been there on the back end teaching cooking classes, updating my course, coaching clients, but I've been kind of focusing on that, focusing on the back end of things um, and really choosing me and my mental health and the people in my community right now who I'm actively helping, as well as my family, of course, over being on social media, over the immediate making money, because ultimately that's what's most important, right? I need to take care of myself and my family and my current clients and cooking club members before everything else. And I think it's just a good reminder, too, that balance isn't static. Balance changes season to season, and we need to pivot and prioritize and focus what's on what's important in that season. And that's my season right now, is just trying to kind of keep my head above water, focus on the people that are most important right now, work on the things I need to work on in my business. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to do a lot of extras on top of what I need to do, right? There's not a lot of wants to do. It's more of what I need to do. And I think my conversation with Carrie Thompson last month was a a good reminder of prioritizing the things that are really, really important. And that's what I've been doing. Um, And ultimately, it's most important to me to show up authentically when I do show up. So it's kind of interesting because oftentimes I find myself staying off social media when I'm feeling a little bit off. Obviously, if I need to stay off of it for my mental health, I will. And that's why, you know, one of the reasons I haven't been going on as much is because it just feels like an extra stress. It feels a little bit overwhelming. But I love connecting with my friends on social media. I love connecting with all of you. I will always answer all of my DMs, um, unless for some reason I don't see it. And if I don't, just DM me again. I will definitely, (laughs) I will definitely answer you. Um, But I think, Sometimes it's interesting trying to kind of decide on boundaries, and sometimes I wonder if I should come on and share the crazy with you. I'll share pockets of it here and there, and sometimes I realize I'm still trying to figure out what it means to show up authentically. I think a lot of my journey, for lack of a better word, in the last year is really rediscovering who I am and what I'm passionate about sharing and figuring out how to share all of that fully as myself. And I shared this last year, I think in the end of the year recap. And it's been really interesting to decide to make the decision to move forward with focusing on food content and meal planning and meal prep and not hiding behind it and going, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm really excited to share about food and meal planning and meal prep. But Focusing on that instead of focusing on health coaching, which obviously I still do meal planning and meal prep coaching, but it's a little bit different in that, you know, I have a very small roster of coaching clients and I only open it up a few times a year. So that's not that's not my main gig. It's something that I love to do, um, but it's a lot smaller. 
showing up as a health coach, I felt like I needed to show my face on social media a lot more all the time. And so it felt like I needed to show up in a particular way, right? Like I needed to make sure that my makeup was always done and my hair looked nice and I wore certain clothes for videos. And I realized at some point that I'm like, I'm not, this isn't who I am. (laughs) I, I, I don't wear these clothes typically, you know? I am a leggings and flannel type girl for the most part, but I also really love band tees and I love red lipstick and I wear funky glasses and, you know, I'm a little bit quirky when it comes to my style, but I didn't think that's what people wanted in a health coach. Hey friend, interrupting this episode with a quick message from our newest partner. I know that as a mom, it can be easy to throw on the same pair of leggings and t-shirt every day and call it a day. And I have nothing against a good pair of leggings and a solid t-shirt. But I know I feel better when I feel a little bit more put together. And something I've learned is that one of the simplest ways to upgrade an outfit and make you feel good as a mom, even in the simplest of outfits, is some great jewelry. Jewelry always fits, and it always makes an outfit that much more special. But I know it can feel like an expensive upgrade, which is why I love companies like Ana Luisa, who have beautiful, high-end jewelry at mom-friendly prices starting at only $39, with a mission to help the planet along the way. Everything from the eco-friendly, carbon-neutral packaging to the jewelry itself is beautiful and feels luxurious when I go to put on my jewelry in the morning. I recently chose a few pieces to uplevel my daily outfits, and let me tell you, I am obsessed. You might have seen me on Instagram wearing my adorable gold mama necklace, which I wear on the smallest setting, so it's almost a choker, usually layered with another gold necklace, as well as the adorable gold huggy earrings, which are tiny hoops that fit closely to my ear so I don't have to worry about them falling into my food when I'm cooking. I honestly wish I had a pair of them when my kids were really little and loved to grab at my dangly earrings, and I swear I didn't wear earrings for years. And finally, I have loved the trend of wearing several rings on different fingers for so long now, but I didn't have any rings and I didn't want to invest in crazy expensive rings, which is why I love Ana Luisa's price points and their beautiful dainty gold Sierra and Stephanie rings are perfect. And they're giving Healthy Balance Mama podcast listeners an exclusive 20% off discount so you can go shopping too. Go to shop.analuisa.com slash balancemama to enjoy 20% off their entire site. That is shop.analuisa.com slash balancemama to enjoy 20% off the entire Ana Luisa website today. I will put links in the show notes so you can shop really easily. You guys, this sale is too good to be true. 20% off is an incredible sale on top of their already awesome prices and it won't last long. So head to shop.analuisa.com slash balance mama. Now back to the show. And so I've been trying to figure out how I can show up more like myself, knowing that some people aren't going to like that. And that's hard. That's the hardest part of it is going, it's really easy to now step into something I am so deeply passionate about and so excited about and share that on social media, but also hide behind the food. And which is why one of the reasons why I've been trying to record some more fun type reels where I do food reviews, like I reviewed a couple trends. Um, 
I've done a, that a couple times and I'm going to continue to do that. Share some of my favorite cocktail recipes, be a little bit silly and awkward because that's who I am. You know, I want to wear what I want to wear in videos. I, you know, maybe swear once in a while. <laughs> okay, I know there's a lot of kids, so I try not to do that too much. But, you know, it's interesting to decide how to show up more authentically as myself without people feeling like, is she putting on an act? Because for a long time, I almost feel like I, I wasn't putting on an act. I've always been authentic in the the words that I share, but it's more, you know, the way that I thought I needed to dress, how often I needed to show up on social media, exactly how, like, you know, hair done, makeup done, all of that. I love putting, like, doing my hair and wearing makeup and all of that. That's definitely something that I enjoy. But I don't, I'm not like that all the time. More often than not, I'm not wearing makeup or it's just like a little bit of mascara and lip balm because I am, you know, in the kitchen all day long and the kitchen is a hot mess. And my kitchen right now is teeny tiny. You guys, there's no counter space. I can't wait to be out of this kitchen. Grateful for this place, grateful for this temporary place to live, grateful for a roof over my head. But man, I am so excited for a bigger kitchen. It's going to happen. It will. Part of the life change. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think all of this tangent to be said is um, it's part of, I think, me staying off social media is for mental health. And part of it is me still sort of figuring out, OK, how do I show up? Do I share the hard? Or are people going to be like, oh, my gosh, stop sharing that? <laughs> like, Or and if they do, you know what, maybe maybe that's OK, right? Maybe it's okay if I show up as me and people don't like it. It is okay. Not maybe. It is okay because I'm not going to be for everyone. I am silly and awkward. And like everyone in my family knows that. And if you've come to one of my cooking classes, you know, it's not a cooking class unless I drop something. And, you know, I make silly dad jokes. I love puns. Like it just it is who I am. And I want to share that more. But it's sort of figuring out how to do that. And so for any of you who are in a place of wherever you are, whether you have an online business or you are a mom trying to find yourself in the middle of this mess of motherhood, it's okay that it's kind of a journey for us to figure it out. And I actually want to share a resource after that's been really helping me in terms of like the style side of things. I will share that with you in a little bit. Um, but that that's where I'm at. You know, that's kind of where I've been with the social media side of things is sometimes I feel overwhelmed and sometimes I'm just not sure what to share. Uh, now that I don't have to share my face as much, like I, what I was saying is I felt like I needed to share my face more because as a coach, like that was me, that was my business first and foremost. And even though I do coaching now, it's just less so. And so more of what I do is the food. And so I, you know, I'll show up sharing about meal planning and meal prep and so so finding that balance too has been really interesting. So I'm kind of in the middle of that now, right? Right now I'm recording this at the end of February and we're only a couple months into the year, but it's been a it's been it's actually still been less than a year since I made this big transition in my business. I think it was April of last year that I shared here on the podcast. I think it was uh, season for change was the episode where I shared starting to change things in my business. And really, things didn't officially start to shift until like June or July. And so it's it's still kind of new. And I'm still kind of figuring things out. Um, and I'm, I am enjoying the process of figuring things out. Because every time I step more into the things that I love, 
the more excited I am about the things that I'm sharing. The project that I have coming up, I'll tell you that's related to food and budgeting. I'm really excited and really, really passionate about it because I love food and cooking. Are you surprised? (laughs) But I also, and I love healthy living, right? I want you to feel good with your food choices, but I don't think it needs to be expensive and I don't think it needs to be stressful. And I think you can eat really well on a budget and that means eat food that is healthy and is also truly delicious. And that is something I want to lean into a lot. And it's something I've talked about sporadically here on the podcast. I've done a budget challenge before, but it's not something that I've really, oh gosh, dove into? Dove into. Dove dove in is not a word (laughs) that I've dived into. It's not something I've dived into. I don't think that doesn't sound right either. It's not something that I've shared to the extent that I want to. There's no editing in this this episode, friends. This is literally just a heart to heart. This it is what it is, um, and that's something I'm really excited about sharing. And I know that not everyone's going to resonate with it, right? You might have a thousand dollars a week to spend on groceries, and if you do that, good for you. That is awesome. I am very happy for you. We do not have a thousand dollars a week to spend on groceries, and I want to help to support the moms who. Whether you have $100 a week to spend on groceries, $50 a week to spend on groceries, or $1,000 a week to spend on groceries, I want you to be able to eat in the way you want to eat and eat delicious food, whatever budget you're in. And so that's something I'm leaning into as well. And so the more I lean into these things, the more exciting it is. But oftentimes that has meant me not hopping on, (laughs) not being in the front of my business because I'm working on a lot of things in the back. So that's been kind of an interesting, an interesting thing that's been happening. So all of that tangenting to be said, things have been hard, but they've been good. Like I've said a bunch of times, we're really, really excited about the changes that are to come. I'm really excited about the projects that are happening By the way, if you want to know about these things early, definitely hop on my email list if you want to be the first to know. I am doing one monthly email, um, calling it Healthy Mama Monthly, with a recap of everything from the past month and everything that's coming up. So if you want to hear about cooking classes, that's the place to be. If you want to hear about course updates, that's the place to be. And if you want my recipes, um, a list and links to all of these podcast episodes if you happen to miss one that's all on my email list. So I will put a link to that down below. So I won't spam you with a ton of emails. Um, I will also email intermittently on things that I'm excited about. But for the most part, it's usually only a couple times a month these days. I was trying to email once a week. And as you can probably imagine, it's just not happening. So we've got the monthly recap. And then also probably maybe once or twice throughout the month, depending on what I've got. If something's launching, I'll share it with you then. Um, So yeah, definitely hop on there if you want to learn more about that. I've also been getting a new website ready to launch. I don't know if I mentioned that here on the podcast. I've, I think I've mentioned it once or twice on social media, but if you didn't catch it, you didn't catch it, right? So that'll hopefully be launched by this episode, but we'll see. We'll we'll see, because currently I'm supposed to have things done that are not quite done yet. <laughs> so I've been working with Ramsey, my design assistant, on all of that. Um, 
And that's been really fun to create something that feels more like me. Uh, We're also getting ready for another life transition of dipping our toes back into homeschool, first with the little one and then with the big kid again, which is something I will also talk more about in the future as well. It's related to our life change. Uh, I've been recipe testing like crazy. I think I've mentioned that before and loving that creative part of my work. We've had um, some really nice pockets of really beautiful weather here. So we've gone out on a couple of family walks outside, which totally fills my cup because I'm so an outside girl. I can't stand the cold. And as much as I've tried to embrace it, as a born and raised New England, born and raised, <laughs> not braised, <laughs> sorry, that is the chef in me, <laughs> born and raised New Englander, I should be used to it, but I don't like shoulds. It's just not part of my nature. So the bits of sunshine and outdoor time have been wonderful and very life-giving. So that's been really great. That's been happening lately. So all of that being said, that's where I've been. If you've noticed my sporadic appearances on social media, I'm still here. I'm recording podcasts, developing recipes, working on relaunching my website, teaching cooking classes, By the way, if you want to see any of our past cooking classes, there's a whole on-demand library. So you can rent classes, but you rent it for an entire year. So and you'll get the recipe and the ingredient list and all that. So you're able to kind of join at your leisure. So if you want to join any of those past classes, you can. Um, And uh, that's that's what's been going on over here, friends, as well as being a mom and a wife and just trying to take care of myself the best I can through all of the craziness and all of the changes. Lots of meditation, lots of journaling. So that is that's kind of what I have for you today. But to wrap things up, because this episode is just more like a, it's literally just a, I think this is sort of like a coffee chat. I have a tea over here. Um, actually, it's mud water, which is technically tea, but I was drinking a mud water. That's what you heard me whack earlier. (laughs) And really, I'm just over here having a little coffee chat with all of you. So I thought that I would finish off by sharing a few things that I have been loving lately. A few things that have sort of been saving me through this busy time of transition, the first couple of months of the year, and just some things that I have been into. Okay, to kick it off, first thing that I have been loving is making sure that I am drinking enough electrolytes. This is not sponsored, though it could be, but it's not. <laughs> um, I am have been on and off good at drinking electrolytes in my water. Um, and uh, one of the things that I learned when I was suffering from chronic fatigue is that your adrenals need extra electrolytes when you're in a place of stress, right? So... I've been drinking more electrolytes, especially around my workouts. Now, I don't work out for super long. Like the longest I'll work out for is 45 minutes, and that's usually once a week. I'll do a 45-minute Peloton strength workout, and the rest of the time it's like 20 to 30 minutes, either strength or the Peloton bike. Um, I'll start running again once it's a little bit warmer, probably, probably, hopefully this month, maybe in the next month. Kind of depends. So I've been drinking the Element electrolytes, so L-M-N-T, and really enjoying them. I really like liquid IV, but I like drinking that a little bit more in the summertime when because it does have some sugar in it as well. And I don't feel like I need to be drinking sugar unnecessarily all day. Uh, I'd rather eat it. <laughs> so yes, the electrolytes are good, but I, I feel like it's more of a sports drink. So I relied on it a ton this summer around my marathon, this past summer around my marathon training. 
I'm sure I'll drink it a lot as it gets hot again. Um, I usually put it either in my water bottle when I'm running, if I'm going on a long run, or after, or sometimes both. But the Element electrolytes don't have any sugar. They're sweet. Um, I think they're, they're I think they might be sweetened with either stevia or monk fruit. Um, but they're salty. They're like very salty. And I'm a salty girl. <laughs> I really like salt. And I think I prefer salt to sweet most of the time. And so if you don't like salt, they might not be that great. But like I like my margarita rim salted. This They kind of taste like a margarita, obviously without the alcohol. And they help me get in my water. And I put it in like a larger, I have a hydro flask. I think it's called hydro flask. That's like 21 ounces. And I put one packet in 21 ounces of water and it's still quite salty. So that's what's working for me right now. Um, second thing that I kind of mentioned before is guided meditation. This is saving me. <laughs> I actually have a guest coming on next month. I'm very excited about all about how to incorporate meditation into your life as a busy mom, like how to actually do it. And I won't reveal who she is or her or anything yet because I feel like you need to hear her. I, I'm going to give her all of the shout outs and all of the links and all of that in the episode in just a few weeks. Um, so I guess this is a little bit of a teaser, but guided meditation has been helping to keep me sane. <laughs> so that's been really helpful. I like to do it first thing in the morning. I do 10 minutes, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more, but usually not more than 12 minutes because that's what I've got in the morning. And when I don't do it, I notice it. I'm a much better mommy. I'm a much better wife when I get my meditation in. So that's been really helpful. Another thing that's been helpful that I've been doing in the morning um, and something that I guess we had on last month, Debbie Elzia, she and I did a session together in between our two podcast episodes and she recommended for, for self-care for me specifically is doing gratitude journaling. She also recommended, I'm not sure if she recommended this in the episode, but she also recommended specifically choosing at least one thing that I'm grateful for um, about my husband and then telling him. And I'm not always good about telling him, but I, I've included that as part of the practice too. And it's a really great way just to remind you, you know, Sometimes the stresses of everyday life that, you know, you love your partner and you're grateful for them. And so that's been helpful, too. But the gratitude journaling specifically, and I just kind of brainstream and try to write down at least five things. I always write down more. At least five things I'm grateful for every single morning. And they can they have to be very specific, though. So it's not just like, I'm grateful for the sun. Well, of course I'm grateful for the sun because we would die without it. But it's like, I am grateful for a sunny day so I can photograph recipes and then go on a walk with Ren. So specific. Or I, uh, it's oftentimes I'm grateful for this thing yesterday. I'm grateful for my silly kids because we had an awesome conversation at dinner last night. So being really specific. And what I found through this is even though this has been quite the season for us, is it helps me to be grateful just throughout the day. So the other day, I was walking upstairs to the attic to get something. So I have these. So our, like I mentioned, our apartment is teeny tiny, the temporary place we're living in right now. And upstairs, we have an attic and we have these two like storage. They're not, I don't know, storage closet type things up there where I store my kitchen equipment because recipe developer, I have a lot of kitchen equipment that um, or, or like props and things like that. Very minimalist in the kitchen, but I still need props and equipment that just don't fit into our tiny kitchen. Before we leave this place, I will do a tour on social media just so you can understand how tiny it is. It's tiny. So uh, I was walking up the stairs and I can't even remember at this point what it was that I thought about being grateful for. 
like walking up to the dingy attic, it might have just been, I'm really glad we have an attic space to store this stuff in. But I was like, I gratitude just popped in my head. And I was like, that feels really good that I feel this gratitude consistently throughout the day. So that is something that has been really helpful and really helping to bring me to a really positive place in kind of a crazy season. The fourth thing that has been really, it's more like something that I'm loving in this season, and that is Jamie Baker and her mama form method for style. So I recently joined her style society. She was on the podcast at the very beginning of this season, and I will link that episode below um, in the show notes you guys it is it's the best $25 I spent a month it is so great it's one of those little ways that I have been taking care of myself is really working on defining my style and allowing myself to get dressed every day even though most of the time I don't leave the house for very long and more often than not I'm just wearing leggings and a tank top because I'm recipe testing, but I feel so much better when I get dressed and I do feel like I've sort of lost my personal style, which has changed and evolved a lot over the years. And I can't say that I have, you know, any, I'm developing it, but there are definitely things I enjoy, but I can't say that I've ever had like a particular style. Um, So maybe I'm more developing it now than rediscovering it. But it's something I'm just sort of embracing. It feels kind of frivolous. But I think she makes such a good point in the podcast episode that the home is the place that we spend the most of our time. It's where our kids see us. It's where our husbands see us. And it is important that if we want to get dressed, we should get dressed and not feel guilty about that. And there's a lot of mom shame that happens, right, about the moms who are put together. And I'm like, we need to just stop the shame in general. (laughs) But I think that it's something that's just kind of making me feel making me feel a little bit good about myself to find some clothes that feel really good to dress myself every day. And uh, I've really, really been enjoying that. So um, I do have an affiliate link that I will share below. Um, If you want to try it out, check it out. I will put that link down below. But you know, she has no idea that I'm sharing this with all of you. I've just been really loving it. And I think she's fantastic at what she does. For those of you who don't know, she's a former celebrity stylist. And now she works uh, with moms to help them learn their body shape and dress for their shape, not your size, because you can have you be the same size and a different shape, um, but dress for your body shape and learn your unique style. And she has so many incredible videos in um, in the society and outfit ideas and so many things. It's so great. So last thing that is saving me during the season You probably won't be surprised if you follow me over on Instagram. It's my morning smoothie. I post my morning smoothie almost every day in my Instagram stories. It saves me every single day. It is the only breakfast that keeps me full for four to five hours. And I actually have a whole Healthy Mama Hacks episode on how to make it, which I will also link in the show notes, because there is a specific formula to make it more filling. People ask me that a lot, but I do add vegetables to my smoothie to make it more filling. I do add fat and protein. It's not just fruit and milk. Um, It is super filling and super delicious, and I can take it on the go. And honestly, some days I don't think I would eat breakfast if I didn't drink the smoothie because it's been busy. We, you know, since we moved in September, 
We live a half an hour away from one of our kiddos' school, and the other kiddo is gets on the bus an hour later. So there's a lot of running around and making things happen in the mornings, and, you know, that's on top of school lunches and getting dressed and all of that stuff and then having to get to, you know, my husband to his meetings, me to my meetings, podcast calls, recipe testing, whatever I do. So the smoothie, it is saving me. <laughs> And for those of you who are like, oh, I don't like drinking smoothies in the winter, it's getting warmer. It's almost spring. So embrace that smoothie life if you want to try it. Okay, friends, that's it. That's what I've got for you today. I appreciate you hanging out with me for this random heart-to-heart little chat episode. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and understanding and letting me share just a little bit of my life with all of you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.